welcome to this very special bonus edition of the Pie Bomb Wrestling Podcast, the show that is for the fans, by the fans. I am your phenomenal host, Mr. Podcasting, Chris Belcher. You can follow me at Chris Belcher24 on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The show is at PBW Podcast on those platforms. Make sure you give us a follow, interact with us on social media. Let us know what you think about the build to WrestleMania. It is WrestleMania week. We are going to be on the ground in Dallas, bringing you all kinds of more content on our social media platform. So make sure you give us feedback. Let us know what you want to see. If there's something specific that you want to see while we're there. Let us know. We'll see what we can do. Um, again, my name is Chris Belcher. Joining me, as always, is the Young Buck and my riding partner for this coming weekend on our way to WrestleMania, Mr. Andy York. Andy. As we, as, as everybody listens to this, we're just a few days away from WrestleMania. Man, it really snuck up on us. It did. I, I was sitting back thinking a couple days ago, um, before recording this, I was sitting back thinking, I was like, man, like WrestleMania is almost here. And then I was like, yeah, it's only like two weeks away. And I was like, wait a minute. It's like at at time of recording is like two weeks, less than two weeks away. And I'm exactly, it's blowing my mind. So, but I'm, I'm very excited for it. My first ever WrestleMania in person. And I'm ready for the bad moments. I'm ready for the amazing moments. I'm just, I'm ready to take it all in at this point. Listen, there, there's definitely going to be moments of WrestleMania that's going to let you down. It, it's just oh, going to yeah. happen oh, yeah. because that's the nature of a wrestling event. But man, when the lows are low, the highs are extremely high. And it's, yep. it's going to be a blast. As we saw on Raw last Monday, the, the glass shattering and Kevin Owens parody of Stone Cold Steve Austin, <laughs> like the the pop that Kevin Owens got with the glass shattering. Oh my like, gosh! Multiply that by ten or twenty, and that's what it's going to be this coming Saturday at WrestleMania. And it's going to be actually Stone Cold. It's not going to be like a fake out. So it's not going to be like the cheers get high and then he comes out and then it's like oh, but it's going to be like massive pop, pause, then he comes out bigger pop, <laughs> and so right. it's going to be absolutely amazing. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. So we're here to talk about all of it, man. There's been so many. We, we're talking about Austin. What a great moment that's going to be. There's been so many great moments and matches over the 37-year history, almost 38 years of WrestleMania. And we're going to talk about it. We're going to count down the greatest matches, moments. If Andy, if you've got moments, that's fine. If it's just matches, <laughs> that's great too. Um, but we're going to count them all down. 10 to 1, our opinion, what we think is going to be, what we think is the best ever. And peek behind the curtain, full disclosure, if you're watching this on the Bodyslam.net YouTube channel, you see what shirt I am wearing. (laughs) So you can probably guess what's going to be at the top of my list. Um, But if you're not watching and you're listening, then you'll just have to wait and find out. Anyway, before we get there, Andy, every top 10 list in the world has honorable mentions. So yeah. we, of course, have a couple honorable mentions. Uh, you being the young buck, and you know, it's been fun on some of these old school episodes to look back <laughs> on some things that you're not aware of. Right. Um, so I'm anxious to see what comes up on your list. Give me a, an honorable mention or two that that didn't quite crack your top 10. Yeah, so I've I've actually gone back since like the WWE Network and Peacock and everything. I think at this point, I've seen every WrestleMania all the way through. Like, That's I've gone awesome. Back and watch. So I'm so that was proud like of the, you. that was like the first thing I wanted to do was go back and watch all the WrestleMania moments and stuff that I've missed. And yeah, I've got I've got three honorable mentions um, that just barely made it outside of my list. 
Um, it was hard for me not to put WrestleMania 30 main event on the list, uh, not necessarily because of the match itself, which the match itself was pretty good, but the moment of just Daniel Bryan winning is yep. is special enough to be on a, like on a top 10 list like this by itself. Yep. Um, so that one was just on the outside looking in. Wow. Um, I also had Mick Foley and Edge uh, on the outside looking in because I am right. a hardcore guy at, at heart, and so <laughs> that match was like the epitome of like hardcore wrestling, which I loved. And then one that may like kind of shock you and surprise you, um, I've got Randy Savage versus uh, Ricky the Steamboat, Ricky Steamboat, because that match was like ahead of its time and yep. was so good to go back and watch. Um, I went back and watched it here a couple days ago, preparing for this podcast, and I was like, maybe like I'm living, like maybe I was just living it up too much because I knew how good it was. I went back and watched it; I, it's it still holds up today. So uh, those are the three that are like on the outside looking in of my top ten list. Wow. Um, yeah, that's great. I mean, I've, I've always not necessarily thought Savage and Steamboat was overrated because certainly it's not overrated. It just doesn't hit me like a bunch of other right. um, WrestleMania's uh, moments and matches do. Okay, I'll give you three honorable mentions on my end. I'm going to start with one that you're probably not going to be happy about, uh, <laughs> and that's going to be The Undertaker and Triple H from WrestleMania 27. Wow. That is outside of my list. Okay. Um, I get and, why. And, I understand why. Okay. Okay. Because um, it, it is, I'll, full disclosure, it is on my list, but I kind of cheated when I put these matches together. Of course. And we'll talk about because I think it, I think it fits better. I, 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 I see why. I understand your feeling and, and <laughs> I, I get, I get where you're going with that. Okay. Yeah. So. That's one that didn't quite make my list. Another one that didn't quite make my list. I'm actually going to cheat and give you four honorable mentions. That's fine. Um, because I can't leave other the, these other <laughs> ones out. Another honorable mention for me is the triple threat match that started WrestleMania 34, Seth Rollins, Finn Balor, and The Miz. And I'm biased because I was in the building, <laughs> but that was an incredible match. An yep. absolutely incredible match by probably the three best technicians and in-ring workers in wwe aside from yep. aj styles these three <laughs> guys put them together oh my gosh it's magic and then a third one is going to be rock and hogan from wrestlemania 18 didn't quite crack my top 10 uh and i think it was just for the sheer fact that i mean the, the storytelling was great the match was great but if it had come a couple of years sooner it yeah. would have cracked my list. Yeah. Uh, and then the other one that's outside looking in is the Iron Man match from WrestleMania 12, Shawn Michaels on Bret Hart. I love that match. It's yeah. great. Uh, first of its kind, but uh, just 10 ones that are better to me. <laughs> Full yeah. disclosure, um, if anybody didn't know that I was a Shawn Michaels fan before, you're really going to find yeah. out when you listen to this episode. <laughs> well, I'm not like, I'm, I'm a, I'm not. I'm a big Shawn Michaels fan. I love Shawn Michaels. I didn't realize how many WrestleMania matches I loved of his until I wrote this list. Yep, Taker's the same way. <laughs> like I knew yep. Taker was a beast, but like looking at these matches, I I'm kind of I'm yep. kind of shocked myself. <laughs> well, let's get into it, man. Let's crack the top ten open. I'm going to throw to you first. Number ten. What is your number ten <laughs> so, WrestleMania match? We're counting down ten to one, folks. So here we go. Yeah. So this one, I'm pretty sure, is not on your list. Um, uh -oh. and this is definitely going to be the younger side of me coming out because that's fine. This was like one of the first WrestleMania matches I got to see the pay-per-view of. 
and I loved it so much. So it's like a sentimental number 10 for me. Um, but that is CM Punk versus Undertaker at WrestleMania 29. Um, yep. I, I absolutely loved it. I thought it was a great match all the way through. Yep. Um, I was hoping Punk would win, if I'm going to be completely honest. But I understand why. Like I wasn't mad because he didn't, because it's The Undertaker at WrestleMania prior to the streak being broken. So yep. it kind of is what it is. But the match itself was amazing. Um, it's hard for 29 because I think a lot of people look past it because it came right after the four great matches with Sean and with triple H. Um, but really Taker had like five of the greatest WrestleMania matches in a row for five years straight. And this is, this is no exception. I'm going to go six and go edge at 24. Yeah. I forgot about that one being at 24. So like that was the main event 24, 24 and 29. I feel like don't get remembered as well because of what Sean and, and triple H and Taker did. But six of the greatest WrestleMania matches, maybe of all time. Um, I've got Punk Taker at, at number 10 for me. Well, number 10 for me is actually one of your honorable mentions. I'm kind of surprised that it's your honorable <laughs> mention. It made my list. Uh, that's the triple threat main event from WrestleMania 30. Daniel Bryan, yeah. Batista, and Randy Orton. Um, yeah. I think it belongs. I think it barely squeaks in over a couple of mine. And, and I think exactly what you were talking about. It's not that the match was like overly amazing it was great mm-hmm. it really was yep. but the moment and the story of daniel bryan and all that like i think all of that counts and i think yep. it all just wraps into making an incredible wrestlemania match and moment and just the anticipation that you feel in that crowd like is bright like most of the crowd i feel like thought brian was gonna win this yeah but there were so many moments where they just got you like there's no way there's no way there's no way and here he comes and here he comes and the roof blows off the place you knew like i think everybody knew he was gonna win but you knew in the back of your mind there's always a chance that they're not gonna do it just to make everybody mad and like batista Yeah. yeah like every like I don't know what it is with like WWE and Randy Orton, but like if he's in a title match, it's like a 50-50 shot. I don't care. If he's in a title match with Roman Reigns right now, it's a 50-50 shot of who's going to win. And I, it, it, right. it was one of those moments, but I completely agree. Like It was barely on the outside for me. All right, I'll go with my number nine. Um, we could be talking about this one a little bit later, but I'm going to go ahead and throw <laughs> you. It's my number nine. I can't believe it's my number nine, actually. Uh, my number nine is... Brett the Hitman Hart versus Owen Hart from WrestleMania 10. That is my number nine as well. Yeah, all right. <laughs> we hit the nail on the head. Yeah, I that love is that my you, number nine. I love that you put this match on there. And I, I don't say that to be like derogatory or anything like right. that. Yeah, but yeah. you being the young buck, like, man, this is one of the most underrated WrestleMania matches in history. Yeah. And it opened WrestleMania 10. Yeah, it it's amazing the type of like this match that we got between Bret Hart and Owen Hart. It I don't know, it was definitely like a lot of the themes for these matches, these older matches for me is like they're out of their time. Like they're yep. they're way before their time. Yep. And this was one of those of like Owen Hart, Owen Hart's one of the few guys that if he was still around with us today and was still able to wrestle, I have no doubt that Owen Hart would be able to hold up with the guys that wrestle today. Like, I think if if we think about the matches that we could have gotten with AJ Styles, with Finn Balor, with Seth Rollins, with Cody, with like all these different guys with Owen Hart, Mm -hmm. it just goes to show like these matches. And Bret Hart was before his time as well. Like, Bret Hart was was a technical master (laughs) at wrestling. 
And it was just absolutely, it was a recipe for a perfect match. And it was amazing. Absolutely amazing. And you have to love that Owen won because yeah. Owen was able to hold that over Brett's head because Brett won the title later that night. Then they went into the feud over the summer. And yeah, you know, it, it was just, it was great to have Owen be able to hold that over Brett's head. So fantastic storytelling, uh, fantastic wrestling match. Uh, so that's both of our number nines. I love that. All right. Yeah. Number eight, what you got? So number eight for me is actually one of your honorable mentions. Um, and it is the uh, opening match for WrestleMania 34, uh, yeah. Seth, Finn, and Miz. The only reason why I have it at number eight, and this is obviously a personal opinionated top ten list. Sure it is. I really think it might be the greatest opening WrestleMania match of all time. Better than Brett um, Owen that we I just talked about. I think it's right up there with it. Like That's why I have these two so close together. Okay. is because they are so close together, in my opinion, because... When you get guys like Seth and Finn and Miz together, they're three different styles of wrestling, but it's so fast-paced. It's so quick, but every moment hits and makes an impact. Obviously, this is the match where Seth becomes a Grand Slam champion, which can be argued. It doesn't mean as much anymore in WWE because it seems like everybody is a Grand Slam champion, but you know, it it was an absolutely amazing match between all three guys. The curb stomp on the back of Miz's like on the on Finn's head on Miz's back was amazing. Yep. Um and so I loved every single the second fro- of this match. The frog splash in the figure out of nowhere. Four. Like the, oh my the camera angle because you were there in person. So you yes. I, you got to appreciate it in person. I did. But the way they shot it was like you just saw Miz and Finn and all uh-huh. of a sudden Seth just comes out of nowhere with the frog splash. Yep. And it was absolutely amazing. Yeah, it's so good. Uh, my number eight, I'm going in the Wayback Machine. <laughs> my number eight comes from WrestleMania six, the ultimate challenge, Hulk Hogan versus the ultimate warrior. And this <laughs> one, much like you in WrestleMania 29, I do believe this might have been the first WrestleMania that I watched, mm-hmm. or it was at least the first one that I gravitated to. And it was because the Ultimate Warrior won the title. So this match has all the nostalgia feels for me. I couldn't tell you right. how many times I've watched WrestleMania six over the years. Um, and just like this being Hogan finally being dethroned and then it not really working out for Warrior, but still <laughs> like this match title for title. Yeah. You know, just to me is it's one of the greatest not necessarily technical masterpieces of all time. It's certainly one of the best matches that each of these guys ever wrestled. Yeah. So it was put together very, very well. Uh, and I think it belongs on the list. Yep. I agree. Number, number seven. What do you got for number seven? <laughs> number seven for me is it may be an out there one, but I, I, it's hard for me not to put it on there. And that is from WrestleMania 17. That is a TLC two. Um, because <laughs> it yep. is, the, all the TLC matches are just amazing. Yep. But with Edge spearing <laughs> from the top and just all like all all the stuff that went into it, I absolutely love it. I think I think it's hard to pick between all the TLC matches because they're all special and different in their own way. Yes. They but are. TLC two to me just kind of sticks out the most. And you know, WrestleMania seventeen is one of those that is one of the best WrestleManias of all time. It's hard for me to make it number one. I know a lot of people do. But it, it's up. I mean, it's definitely up there, and it's yep. all part of it is because of TLC two, I think. So, but I, I absolutely love TLC two. 
Uh, it it was just outside of my honorable mentions, uh, but I 100% see why it would belong on a list because yeah. not only do you have this amazing match with these amazing feats, you got six, you got three of the best tag teams ever in yeah. this match tearing the house down. Um, so yeah, I, I completely, I get it. My number seven is also a gimmick match, <laughs> but it comes from WrestleMania 10. And that is yep. the first ever ladder match between yep, Shawn little... Michaels and Razor Ramon. That's a little later on my list as well. Okay. Yes, we'll, we'll talk is, about it, is, it a little it later on big. your list. <laughs> Let's continue the Shawn Michaels fandom because I'm going to give you number six on my list. My number six comes from WrestleMania 19. Shawn Michaels against Chris Jericho. Yeah. It's not on my list. It is not on my list. It is not on my list. It was just on the outside. Look, the way I looked at it is it was almost on my my list. It was almost on my list. But I've got enough Shawn matches to last for a while. So I was was spreading the love around a little. But I, I completely understand why it is would be on a list. Absolutely. Sean's first WrestleMania match back. Yeah. Um, he wasn't even considered full-time at this point. This was his, let's see, one, two, three, fifth match back mm-hmm. since his back injury. And it's just phenomenal. The The story behind this, I think Jericho has told this story. I think I read in his book. Um, as he wanted to wrestle Sean, obviously the storyline going into it was Sean was his childhood idol. That was real. Um, apparently something happened with the rehearsal, like either somebody was late or the scheduling got jacked up or so I don't remember exactly what happened, but apparently Sean and Jericho, maybe one of them had to be somewhere. I don't remember that. They, they, anyway, they met up quickly and Sean had, No, Jericho had the front of the match. Sean had the back of the match. And they just had to figure out how to tie it together. And Jericho said it literally lasted five minutes. We were done. And what you got was what you got. And it was, it's one of the, oh my gosh. Yeah. It's so good. Such an amazing match. Number six for you. What you got? Oh, well, kind of before we jump into number six, I think next year around WrestleMania time, because we're not going to have enough time to do it this year. I think next year around WrestleMania time, we need to do like the 10 greatest WrestleMania Shawn Michaels matches because I yes. think we can easily come up with it yes. at this point. Uh, because my number six do. is also a Shawn Michaels match. Ooh. And it is from WrestleMania 21. And it is Shawn Michaels versus Kurt Angle. Mm. And I, it's hard for me not to put a Shawn Michaels versus Kurt Angle match on any of like the greatest wrestling matches of all time. Um, I loved it. I, I It's... It's one of those of when like Sean was really back in his groove, like yep. really going through it. Kurt Angle is a freaking genius yep. <laughs> at wrestling as well. Yep. And it just it flowed so well together. Um so it's not one of the best Shawn Michaels WrestleMania matches, but it's like it's it's up there for me for sure. So I think that's why I had it at number six. It, it didn't make listen, full disclosure. <laughs> I wrote down one, two, three. I wrote down about 20 matches when I was making this list. And I wrote that match down. But I'm the Sean fan in me is bitter about that match <laughs> because Sean tapped. It was a great yeah. match. Don't get me wrong. Like, yeah. but 
at the time, see, this was around the time Sean, like you said, he's back. He's back in his groove. And I'm like, Sean needs to win the title, blah, 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 blah. And Sean's been open about saying he refused to win the title. Like they tried to put it on him several times yeah. and he refused to win it. But I, I don't know. The, the Sean <laughs> fan in me gets in the way of putting that on the list. But I agree I that it. it's a great match. <laughs> um, number five, I'm going to move away from Sean a minute. And I don't think we're going to be talking about this one just yet because I know it's higher on your list. I'm going to go ahead and tell you what my number five is, though. We'll talk about it later. It's from WrestleMania 28. It's Triple H and The Undertaker. Yep. Hell on a Cell, end of an era. I know we're going to talk about that one later, but it falls at number five on my list. It's a little uh, higher for me. Uh, yeah, I, I know. <laughs> All right. Give me your number five. What do you got? Uh, number five is where Sean and Razor come in with the ladder match. Yes. WrestleMania 10. Uh, it... <laughs> It transcends all ladder matches, not necessarily all ladder matches, but it it like it sets the table for all ladder matches to come in WWE. Uh, the stuff that they were doing um, in this match for its time was crazy um, because I don't believe that ladder was gimmicked at all. <laughs> I think it was it an was actual a- steel ladder that was was brutal because it didn't like ladders today. They give a little when you get hit with them. That ladder was not given an inch to anybody. Um, and so, yeah, I loved it. The, the frog splash or the cross body or whatever Sean hit, uh, from the ladder was a mate. Like it, all of it was just absolutely great. So that, and that's why it's so high on my list. That's still one of the more iconic images in WWE history. Yep. Is Sean coming yep. off that ladder and fun fact. Yes. That ladder was not gimmicked. Yeah. Also, that was the only ladder they had. <laughs> there was I not was a- wondering. I was wondering why they weren't like going to get another ladder. It was just that ladder that they were using the entire only, time. It's the only one they had. <laughs> and it broke in the middle of the match. Because you oh see when Razor is climbing it at the end, how wobbly it is. Yeah. Yeah. So when he does his, you know, his victory pose at the end of the match, Earl Hebner is standing on the ladder, not just to point that Razor's the winner. He's holding the dang ladder because it's broken. <laughs> Can you imagine if that thing would have actually broken how they would have oh finished gosh. the match? Because Sean couldn't hold the ladder up with no. Razor. I guarantee it. No. So, uh, but yeah, that match transcends all all ladder matches uh, from here to eternity. I mean, you talk about the craziness. I mean, I know this is WWE and this is WrestleMania, but you, you go from this match to the craziness that has been the Young Bucks and the Lucha Brothers in AEW and ladder matches and the TLC yeah. matches that you mentioned before. Uh, you know, the Hardys and Edge and Christian, my favorite ladder match of all time, 1999, No Mercy. They take a ladder match, put two more guys in it, and just, you know, raise yeah. the bar tremendously. But yeah. everything, everything, every ladder match ever falls back to this one 1994 yep. wrestlemania 10 and that's why it belongs on any list of wrestlemania matches all right we are about halfway through our list ladies and gentlemen this is the pipe bomb wrestling podcast if you are just now joining us where the heck have you been man it is wrestlemania season we are having a blast talking all things wrestlemania cranking out a bunch of content for you um just letting you know giving you insight into our thoughts what we find most memorable about wrestlemania and why we're so dang excited about this weekend and it's not just because we're going to be there it's about all the moments and memories and matches that are created 
on the grandest stage of them all, WrestleMania. Again, thank you so much for hanging out with us and listen to us. Listen to us blab because that's <laughs> Andy. That's what we do on this podcast. We just yep. blab for an hour, hour and a half, twice a week, sometimes three times. And if it's mania week, like seven times every day, <laughs> every day. So uh, follow along with us on social media. Andy is at Andy underscore PBWP. I am at Chris Belcher 24. The show is at PBW podcast. Follow us like uh, comment, give us some feedback. Let us know what you want to hear us talk about on the podcast. We would love to make that happen for you and talk about what you want to hear about. So make sure you're following along with us. If you're watching on the bodyslam.net YouTube channel, take a moment, hit that subscribe button, hit the notifications bell. They would appreciate it. We would appreciate it. And it helps us all the way around. Make sure you're throwing some love over to Tom and the boys over at sports wire radio, covering all of your wrestling and sports needs. If you don't like wrestling, I guarantee you there's a sports show there for you. If you don't like sports, there's plenty of wrestling shows there for you. So just tune in uh, a great 24 seven radio network online. So make sure you follow them sportinarium.com forward slash player. And don't forget if you're listening on a traditional audio format, Apple podcast, Google play, Spotify, give us that five-star review. Make sure you subscribe to our show so that each time a new episode drops, it comes directly to the device of your choice. We are counting down the top 10 WrestleMania matches and moments of all time. We are in the top five, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm going to throw to Andy for his number four WrestleMania match of all time. Andy, what you got? So number four may be an out there one. I'm not entirely sure because this is not the first of this kind of match. Um, and so I think if you picked the wrong one, you're like kicked out of wrestling fandom at forever or whatever. Uh Oh, this could be it for me, but um, I'm actually picking Stone Cold versus The Rock, WrestleMania 17. Um, I loved it. I it's it's like the Attitude Era at its highest. Um, it's just it's so much fun. Like it's it's one of those the first time I remember watching anything from this match was playing WWE 2K. Uh, the one that was with Austin. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that? Was that Fourteen or 14, 15, 15, something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, but yeah. The, the showcase was Stone Cold, and this was one of the matches that it was, yeah. and I just I loved it. Like I loved every second of it. I this is like the, <laughs> my favorite version of The Rock. My favorite version of Stone Cold is in this mm-hmm. match, and it's hard to beat for me. So like I I absolutely loved every single second of it. Um, it got me excited to see going back and watching it. Got me excited to see Stone Cold at WrestleMania this year. Yeah, I'm excited that maybe The Rock shows up as well. So like th- it's it's so much fun, but. I think when you think of WrestleMania, it's hard not to think of Stone Cold versus The Rock. And so it was hard for me not to put at least one of these matches on this list. There's a reason that it happened three times at WrestleMania. Yep. Um, this was the only one at 17 where they went in babyface versus babyface. Yep. Um, no Austin and Rock match made my list. <laughs> no Austin and Rock match even got written down in my 20. So kick me out of wrestling fandom if you want to, but they're not there. I'll tell you what is my number four, and that is the greatest triple threat match that I've ever watched in my entire life. Bar none, case closed. You can't convince me otherwise. Shawn Michaels, Triple H, and Chris Benoit. WrestleMania 20 main event. It is, if you want to watch the absolute definition of a triple threat match and the way the psychology and all that. Plus, if you want to watch an absolute bloodbath when it didn't need to be, but it was, 
Yeah. WrestleMania 20 is it, man. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't get talked about, and it'll never get talked about because it was Chris Benoit's crowning moment. But if if I know, uh, so for our listeners out there, there are a contingency of wrestling fans that cannot watch Chris Benoit matches. I understand that. I respect that totally. If that's you, no pressure at all. But if you can watch Chris Benoit matches like me, maybe I'm morbid, maybe I'm weird, but I can handle it. I'm fine yeah. with it. If you can handle Chris Benoit matches and you haven't watched this match in a long time, please stop what you're doing and go watch this match because it's incredible. It is. It's so good. It is. Um. All right, Andy. Let's move to number three. <laughs> this is where it's going to get interesting. It is. Uh, what you got? So number three for me um, is another Stone Cold match from WrestleMania 13. Mm. Stone Cold versus Bret Hart. The double turn, all of it. I, I don't know if it's on your list at all or if it's any higher, but it's a it is it's one match higher, but we'll go ahead and talk about it now. Um okay. one spot's not gonna kill us because <laughs> I know what your last two spots are. Yes, you do. And it's gonna fall in with my other two. So we'll we're yeah. just going to get this discussion out of the way. Okay. Um <laughs> dude, yeah, Brett and Austin, man. Supposed yeah. to be a submission match. No, no, uh uh-uh. uh. More like a no holds barred. I quit match is really what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it just the double turn. This was Austin's crowning moment, even though it wasn't for a championship. Yeah. Um, and not too many guys could have put him over any better than Bret Hart did that night. Nope. And to know the respect that Austin has for Bret and just how well they work together, man, it's it's so funny to hear Austin tell the story of how he found out about this match. He was sitting on the couch when they announced the match on raw, that it was going to be a submission match. And he has said like, why I don't have a submission hold. I don't know why they are making this submission match. I don't have a hold. Um, but I think it worked out pretty well for him. It did. It did. Yeah. It, it's one of those of like, I don't know if we're ever going to see another like double turn like this ever again. Um, we've seen some double turns over the years, but nothing, nothing to this level. Um, and it's one of those of like, I don't know if necessarily blood was needed, but blood definitely enhanced by far. Like it's, it's, we talked about it with, in the Sean razor match of like an iconic moment of Sean jumping off the ladder. Yep. Another iconic moment is Austin bleeding yep. in the sharpshooter. Like yep. it's, it's one of those moments that you will never not see in any WWE video package ever yep. um, is, is, is that moment. And it's, it's the beginning of stone cold. It's the beginning of the character that we are like excited to see 20 something years later 30 something years later like it's it's awesome that this is where that moment really started um and you know props to brett i mean there's there's only a handful of guys like it's weird like looking at both of our top 10 list on our top 10 list there's only like five or six names on this list (laughs) and there's like 10 spots and most like brett hart's on two of mine stone cold's on two of mine sean's on like four Yep. Takers on like four. So like it, it just goes to show that at WrestleMania, a lot of guys put it into a different gear. And I think we're this is one of those matches where that is that that has never been more true than in this match right here. Yeah, absolutely. And you talked about the blood and it maybe maybe it wasn't necessary, but daggum, this match is not what it is <laughs> no, if you don't get not. that iconic shot of Austin and bleeding Absolutely. and the sharpshooter and it going through his teeth and all that. And and we t- we sit here and we talk about props to Austin. Listen, 
let's not let's not leave out Brett in no, this. No. Because the double turn, this double turn leads to some of the best work of Bret Hart's career when he is this anomaly that is a heel in America and babyface in Canada. And yeah. it just so happened that throughout that summer, they had a lot of Canada dates. So it really helped, <laughs> um, you know, through that whole storyline and everything. So props to Brett, man. It's, yeah. it's, it's amazing to think about that. The Montreal screw job, the thing that sent him out of the WWF was at the end, a screeching halt end of maybe the greatest run of his career. Yeah, and absolutely. just this run post WrestleMania 13 for Brett is incredible. It's what most people remember Brett Hart, especially as a character. This mm -hmm. is what they remember him for. Absolutely. All right, let's go to your number. Let's go to your number two first, <laughs> because I think I know where you're going. So let's go number okay. two for you. What you got? So this is where my cheating comes in because yes, I know. Number two and number one are two matches lumped together because it's hard for me to separate them yep. because I don't think we get one match without the other match taking place first. So prefacing all that, my number two is, is Triple H versus, versus The Undertaker, WrestleMania 27, WrestleMania 28. 27, um, I think both of these matches deserve to be on a list, uh, on the top ten list. I yep. 28 to me is just... <laughs> It's so crazy. Like it's so crazy how many times yep. they got me to bite on yep. like this is it. This is the finish. This is it. This is it's over. Like going back and watching it still, I'm like moments where I know Taker wins. And I'm like, Taker's not gonna kick out. Like he's not kicking out of the pedigree into the super kick or the super kick into the pedigree. And so like like that like that moment. Think about it. Yeah. The way that we're setting is okay, spoiler alert, guys. Sean and The Undertaker is number one on both of our lists. Spoiler yeah. alert. Okay. <laughs> so I'm kind of lumping all of this together because it makes sense. Yeah. The story that was told for four years, Sean couldn't get it done. And then we got 27 yeah. and Triple H can't get it done. Well, now we're in 28 and Sean is involved as a special guest referee. I know that the streak is sacred. We just talked about it last week on the show, how amazing the Undertaker's WrestleMania performances are. Yeah. But think about it, Andy. If, if you were writing a story and you could imagine, you could see a scenario where the super kick into the pedigree gets it done. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I think if that would have been the three count and that would have been the end of the streak, like it would have been received well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yep. it may have been sour right at the moment, but after the match, they'll get up, they'll hug. It'll be all, all goody goody. They'll walk out together. Okay. That is a satisfying end to everybody's career. Triple H included. That's yeah. a satisfying end. Let's close the book. We're done. Man, the story would have been fantastic, but it didn't end there. <laughs> the super kick into the pedigree could not keep the Undertaker down. No. And like, it's just, it's one of those of, it honestly was telling a story from WrestleMania 25 until WrestleMania 28 of yeah. Sean was able, like was willing to do whatever it took to beat Taker. Yep. Never get it done. Literally, the story of Triple H and, and Undertaker was Triple H saying, I'm going to do what Sean couldn't do, and I'm going to do everything it takes to put you down. So, like, WrestleMania 27 was uh, 
was it a no DQ match or yep. no holds yep. barred match or something like that mm-hmm. leading into WrestleMania 28, the Hell in a Cell match. And it's it's one of those things of like, I go back and watch it. I still get goosebumps. I still get like overwhelmed watching it because it is three of the greatest of all time. Yeah. And one match together out of a four year story. I think it was Taker talking about it in the last ride documentary, Probably, um, possibly, yeah. or it, it may have been some other way. But he said it's never been done before. Like I ne- it's never been a four-year WrestleMania storyline, and that's what Sean and Triple H and Taker were of a four-year WrestleMania story coming together to the point where the closing shot of all three of them at the top of the ramp was not supposed to happen. Like right. that was Undertaker called it in the ring of like we're we're doing this, like we're we're breaking yep. character, we're going up top, we're gonna hug it out because it is the end of an era. It was the end of an era. It was the last I can remember chair shot to the head. I think was twenty seven was WrestleMania twenty seven, and then WrestleMania twenty eight was all the <laughs> the craziness that we got. Um, yeah. And it was just to me, it was a perfect WrestleMania story from Sean Taker to Triple H Taker, and it was hard. I think it was going to be hard to beat what Sean and Taker did, and I'm not, I don't think Triple H and Taker beat it, but I think they actually, in a weird way, enhanced what Sean and Taker did at WrestleMania 25 and 26 through what Triple H and Taker did at 27 and 28. Oh, yeah, I completely agree. And I think the only reason that you put Sean and Taker above Triple H and Taker is just because Sean's a better in-ring performer. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that's I think that's what separates it. And, full, again, full disclosure, Triple H and Taker were a little bit lower on my list, but for other reasons. Like, right. I think when you get down to the top five WrestleMania matches, it's a matter of preference at that point. Yeah. Like, you can't sit and say any match on any top five WrestleMania list. There's no way you could criticize it and say <laughs> that doesn't belong. Right. Because any list is going to have a couple of these matches on it. Like, yeah. there are many lists out there that would say Bret Hart and Austin is the greatest WrestleMania match of all time. It's hard to argue. Yeah. Again, it's down to preferences. And for me, uh, if I have to rate them separately, 26, Sean and Taker comes in at number two. And then 25, the perfect wrestling match, Sean and Taker comes in at number one. It just, there's something about the visual yeah. of Shawn Michaels kicking out of the tombstone and the look on the Undertaker's <laughs> face. Yeah. That like it just it just reels everybody in. Yeah. And it, like it, you you knew that watching that match, Sean wasn't gonna win. You certainly knew going into 26 that he wasn't gonna win. <laughs> but man, there were a couple times when you're like, Oh, is he gonna, you know, and, and he never did. I remember watching 25 live and 26 live for that matter. Yeah. But man, I I think it's to me. Nothing will ever beat Sean and Taker at twenty five. I think it's the perfect wrestling match. Yeah, if if I had to if I had to break these four up into separate positions or spots, um, and this may be where we differ on this a little, um, I would have Triple H Taker at twenty seven, number four. I would probably have Sean Taker twenty six at number three, Hell in a Cell at two, and then WrestleMania twenty five at one because twenty five is just a ridiculous match and like on it like, on itself. Um, it's one of those of, you know, like I think we all knew that Taker and Sean had amazing chemistry in the ring together. Yep. And when it's at WrestleMania, it's going to be that <laughs> T- 
times a thousand, and that's what yeah. this was. Of it was o- it was always going to be impossible for twenty six to be better than twenty five, in my yes. opinion. Yes, but they got close. <laughs> like twenty six, they got real close to, to being just as good and almost a little better at times. I said it on one of our recent episodes. I can't remember exactly which one it was. Uh, full disclosure, we've recorded a lot of these out of order, so I don't remember exactly <laughs> what I said when I said it. Um, but the only reason that, I think I said on the Undertaker episode, actually, the only reason, like you just said, that 26 is not the best match of all time is because 25 happened. Yeah. Same, and I compared that to Sean and Razor, the two ladder matches. Yeah. The only reason that SummerSlam 95 is not the best ladder match of all time is because WrestleMania 10 happened. <laughs> yeah. So it's that's a good problem to have. All yeah. right. They tried yeah. their best to duplicate it and they got so stinking close. Um, but yeah. man, it just I, I'm glad that we're on the same page. That just goes to show you people that are listening or watching that sometimes Andy and I have a differing opinion of what we like, <laughs> what we don't like. But when good wrestling is good wrestling, it's really hard to ignore it. And it's yeah. really hard not to to have the same stuff like right at the top. And I think it's uh, to me like re- like these two mat these four matches, I guess, um is much more than just wrestling. It's like yes. it's wrestling and storytelling at its at its finest and at its best. Yeah. And I don't know if anything will ever beat the stories between these four matches and the matches themselves at times. Um, cause I mean, if you look at it, kind of like what we talked about, like the greatest wrestling match of all time, you know, preference, obviously like preference wise, the greatest sure. wrestling match of all time, Sean Taker, 25 greatest ladder match of all time. Having it happened at WrestleMania 10, my opinion, the greatest hell in a cell match of all time, WrestleMania 28, like yep. greatest submission match at WrestleMania 13. Yep. Um, so there, there's a lot of moments at WrestleMania that, I think WrestleMania amplifies amplifies them more. Sure does. Um, but that's because the performers and the wrestlers yep. know how big WrestleMania is, and yep. they like they don't pull the they don't pull their punches at all at WrestleMania. Yep. I mean, I think back to the uh, pandemic era WrestleMania in front of nobody. The Triple Threat ladder match was not supposed <sighs> to be good because it was not in front of anybody, and it was awesome. Like, so it was good. amazing to go back and like to go and watch that one. Yep. So um, so like. There are matches at at more like more crazier than that, like WrestleMania thirty four. I think it was WrestleMania thirty four. Um, Kurt and Ronda versus Triple yes. H and Stephanie had no reason to be good at all, and it was fun. Like That's I enjoyed great. it. I loved it. The pop that Ronda gets when she's punching Triple H in the corner is crazy. Like it's yep. crazy. Yeah. Um, WrestleMania thirty one, the cash in, the greatest cash in of all time. I yep. had such a hard time not putting that on my list because I'm. Basically, what you are to Sean, I am to Seth. Like, I sure. love, I love anything bad Seth Rollins does is still better than what most people do. Right. <laughs> so that, that that's my opinion on that. But WrestleMania is just it's something bigger than everybody else, and these matches prove it and show it. Yep, absolutely, and that's a great note to end on. But I'm gonna tag back to what I meant to say a minute ago, and I forgot to include it. And you were talking about the chemistry with Sean and the Undertaker. And everybody knew they were going to put on great matches. Guess what, Andy? I can count on less than two hands how many times those guys actually had matches. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because they wrestled in your house, Ground Zero, September 97, Hell on a Cell, October 97, Royal Rumble, 1998, where Sean breaks his back. Mm-hmm. And then they don't wrestle another singles match until WrestleMania 25. 
and then 26. So I can count them on one hand. Yeah. How many, like, now those guys wrestled in tag matches. They wrestled on oh, yeah. They did stuff like that. But as far as one-on-one singles matches, they had five ladies and germs. Five. Well, I think if you look back at the, like, our list, um, from my list, at least, aside from Stone Cold and The Rock, and maybe Sean and Razor, because I don't know how many matches they had together. I'm sure they had quite a bit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, a lot of these guys didn't have a whole lot of matches together. Right. I mean, Sean and Angle didn't have, to my knowledge, didn't have a bunch of matches together. Yeah, they um, their feud extended past WrestleMania, but I think right. it, I think they might have had two more ma- two three more matches after that. That's yeah, it. like Punk and Taker didn't have a lot of matches together that I can mm-hmm. remember. Um, you know, Bret Hart and Owen Hart didn't have a whole lot of matches together right. in WWF WWE TLC two. I know it happened a lot, but like. And at a TLC match, it's hard to kind of repeat what they did. So, like, I think that's what's so fun about WrestleMania is when you get guys that necessarily we don't see a lot. I mean, this year, Edge and AJ Styles. Like, I, it was hard for me not to put that in my honorable mentions, and it hadn't even happened yet. I know <laughs> it's going to be, like, a top 15 of all time match, if not top 10. Like, because we've never seen it. <laughs> and, so and we'll, never, that, and we'll probably never see it never again. Never see it again. No, like, if... If Seth and Edge happened at WrestleMania instead of SummerSlam, this like that match would be on my list because sure. we've never seen it before. We'll probably never see it again. And yep. so it's to me, WrestleMania is those special moments when you get matches like some of these on our list and the match that we're gonna get at WrestleMania this year of we're not supposed to get this match, but we're getting it and it's gonna be amazing. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. So that's what you can expect from WrestleMania if you are a casual fan or you're just dipping your toe back in after a long, hey, I haven't watched since the Attitude Era. Man, you missed a lot. This list, you know, go back in this episode, check out, you know, this stuff that's on this list. We don't have a lot of stuff that's new, uh, but we definitely have a lot of stuff that is worth your time, especially if you haven't gone back and watched in a long time. So as you gear up for WrestleMania this week, make sure that you go check out these matches. I know when Andy and I get to the hotel room in Dallas, we're not going to be spending a lot of time there, <laughs> but I can just about guarantee you that most of these matches will be on the television while we're in our hotel room. Yes, uh, yes, we're, again, will. not going to spend a lot of time there, but while we're there, you know, the right <laughs> things are going to be on TV. Um, yep. So, it's WrestleMania week. Looking forward to Saturday and Sunday. Hope you guys are as well. Uh, a lot of great things in the pipeline coming up this week. I know we've already talked about The Undertaker. We've already, uh, I think we've already, again, we recorded all these out of order. <laughs> I don't really remember. Um, I think we have already <laughs> fantasy booked WrestleMania. Uh, we're going to preview WrestleMania this week, WrestleMania 2022. Uh, we are going to do a watch along. That's what I want to plug. Mr. Jared <laughs> Justice is going to hop back on, and we're going to watch a couple of these matches with you guys. So we'll give you timestamps, uh, and we're going to watch the match together, give you our thoughts in real time. Uh, we are going to talk about, you're going to hear some amazing stories from myself and from Jared as we talk about our in-person experiences at WrestleMania 34 and 35. Andy kind of interviewed us in that show and, and Andy, that was a lot of fun. And you know, the sentiment coming out of that is we can't wait for you to experience your first WrestleMania. So that being said, that episode is going to be coming after WrestleMania. Andy and I are just going to go off the cuff, probably record in the car actually, um, because we got a long road trip just talking about what's happening and, and just stuff that you're not going to get to see on your television screen. Andy, 
WrestleMania season is busy. It requires us to crank out a lot of content, but there's nothing like it. There's nothing like it. And I got to thinking about it a couple days ago. Like I've been to Survivor Series. I'm going to WrestleMania this year. Spoiler alert, SummerSlam is in our backyard this year, so yep. we're more than likely going to we'll SummerSlam. Be we'll be there. All I'm missing is the Rumble and <laughs> the big four out of the way, and the Rumble is my favorite one, so I think I'm saving the best one for last. But I don't know. WrestleMania is going to be hard to beat. I, I, it's one of those of all the people I've talked to that have been have said, doesn't matter what's on the card, just the atmosphere is amazing. Is it Just being the atmosphere makes it better than watching it at home. So I'm, I'm yep. very, very excited for it. It absolutely is. So again, as I'm going to say on a future episode that you haven't heard yet, <laughs> um, as a wrestling fan, if you have never been to WrestleMania, you need to carve it out one year, save your money and go. Yep. It's not as expensive yep. as you think it is. I promise. Um, you just need to go. You need to plan yep. it. You need to go because it is honestly, it is something every single wrestling fan I'll say this, no matter if you're an AEW fan and you're not necessarily a big WWE fan, it is something every single wrestling fan needs to experience in person yep. at least once. Guess what? WrestleMania is in a stadium every single year. There's about <laughs> at least 80,000 seats every year. You can get one, I promise. Okay? <laughs> Don't worry about that. Get one and yep. get to WrestleMania. All right. Thanks, guys, for hanging out with us. Again, make sure you are subscribing to us wherever you find the podcast. Make sure you're subscribing on the BodySlam.net YouTube channel. Make sure you're following us on social media at PBW Podcast. We drop shows every Monday and Wednesday, sometimes Thursday, sometimes every day of the week. That's why you need to subscribe. That's why you need to make sure that you're supporting the show and following us so that every time we drop a new episode, boom, it just comes right to the device of your choice. That's the easiest way to support the show. We appreciate that very much. For Mr. Andy York, my name is Chris Belcher. Thank you for hanging out with us during WrestleMania week. Here on the Pipe Bomb Wrestling Podcast, we will catch you guys down the road.